It is that time, everybody. Every week we get in the cage here on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. The PFL's got their tournament happening. A big card coming up June 10th from Atlantic City in New Jersey. And we get the chance to speak to a man who's looking to make a mark. He already did in his first bout back in April, and he's going up against Tyler Diamond on the 10th. I'm talking about the one, the only, Brendan Lognane is with us. Brendan, how are you, man? Hey, great to be here. That was a nice introduction. Thank you. Hey, it, you know, Brendan, I got to tell you, I read a, I read a story after your your uh, last fight where you went out and you, you put on a show in a way that you earned six points in this whole thing and you knocked out uh, your opponent. But what inspired you, I thought, was really, really interesting that you were watching a pre-fight breakdown of of the match and they're talking about each fighter and and they were, I guess, being critical of your ability to take people out, to put them away. And you, you really took that and spun it into inspiration and motivation for that fight. Is that, is that normally how you work? Do you look for, you know, comments from your opponent or comments from other people of disrespect and use it to fuel the fire? Or was this more of a unique situation? Yeah, that was quite, that was quite accurate. So what happened was I was watching a breakdown, some podcast, and it was like an online betting site. And they were talking about mine and Shaman's fight, how close it was going to be and this and that. But they were like, oh, you know, we think Brendan will win. You know, he's just going to get on the jab and do what Brendan Lockname does. You know, he's not going to finish no one. And then I just, I was like, I don't know, it really touched me, rubbed me up the wrong way. And then uh, by the time the fight came, I was, it was still in my mind, which is crazy. So, yeah, usually I don't let things like that get to me. But I guess this one did and it all came out with the emotion of the win. Now, I always, you know, I've, I get a chance to talk to fighters all the time, and, and the one thing that they all have in common, they say, is, you know, they never want to lose their cool. They never want to fight with emotion because that's when they make mistakes. That's when they, they move away from their game plan. Was was it hard to sort of keep your, I don't know how angry you were, maybe just annoyed, but was it hard not to fight with emotion like, hey, I want to prove these guys wrong and, and stick to your game plan? Or it sounds like, I mean, basically the result was it didn't look that hard, but were, were you struggling with that at all? No, not at all. I mean, I did fight. Uh, I fought smart. I fought sharp. Um, I kind of used it as like an extra bit of motivation, really. I mean, I, I didn't let it get to me emotionally. I didn't get mad at Shaman. I didn't overcommit on any shots, um, which usually that's what happens if you get too emotional. But um, it was controlled aggression. And when I actually finally did get the finish, it was like the first thing that comes to my mind, really, um, which is a bit crazy. So, yeah, I mean... Looks like I used it in the right way. Yeah, I would say so. And and yeah. I'm, I'm curious just, you know, what it was like getting in the cage at that point because you, you didn't fight at all in 2020. And, you know, that was true for a lot of fighters, a lot of athletes, just period. Uh, you know, are you a believer in cage rust? Or are you somebody that believes, you know, that that's all in your head? And, I you know, I'm feeling sharp as a tack because, again, you look great in the fight, so you didn't look rusty. But were you worried about that at all? I mean... One of my mentors and who I've lived with for many years is Dominic Cruz, who's proven time and time again. He's he's took four years out and come and won a world title again in his first fight back. So, like, that's the person that I live with and that's the person that I train with every day. So, I, I think ring rust is a myth when you uh, when you live the life that we do. I live in the gym every day. Um, that didn't change even on a time off. So, I mean, I guess we've seen it in the case that it really is a myth for, for athletes that stick to it. Yeah, and, and Dominic has been – he hammers that every chance he gets. You're right. I hear him say it all the time that he thinks it doesn't exist and that it is something in the mind. It, as far as the schedule, you know, and, and I know two, 2020 was a wash, but just looking at the PFL schedule and and the frequency of the fights. I mean, in, in 2019, you, you go – you fight in October, then you fight again in December. 
here you fought at the end of April, you're going to fight again in the beginning of June. Those are quick turnarounds for fighters. We often are used to seeing guys fight twice, hopefully three times a year if they can stay healthy. How do you like that quick turnaround? Is that, does that help you, or would you like more time off? I'd fight every four weeks for the rest of my life if I could. I mean, <laughs> this is my job. This is what I do. I fight in the gym every Friday for free anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I, honestly, I'd rather just fight all the time. I mean, like, like I say, especially when I'm having performances like I am at the minute. Even my last three fights, every fight I've had in PFL, I've just, I've just been a great fight. I've, I've come out with no injuries and long may it continue, eh? Yeah, it, it's, you know, looking at it, it, you know, your last loss was back in 2017 to Pat Healy. You've since won six in a row. What, what changed for you? Is it just a matter of you, just the experience and age and becoming wiser? Or did you make a change after that? Or was it, do you just look at that as, hey, I lost a split decision. It wasn't like I went out there and got beat up. So how do, how do you sort of view what's gone on since that fight? Well, a split decision is always a difference of opinion, really, isn't it? Right. Like one guy says you won, and two guys said you didn't. Um, I thought I won that fight, so I thought I won every fight that I've lost uh, when I look back on my record. So, I mean, we could be looking at 23 and 0 here, and then we'd be having a whole different conversation with you if them judges would have given me what I deserved on them days. So, like, you know, I don't look, dwell on them too much, but I'm definitely going to be getting my comeuppance because... Even Shaman, like anyone that I fight now, they they look through my record and they think, oh, 20 and three. They actually go back and watch the three losses and be like, oh my God, this guy actually hasn't lost. So, I mean, it, I make for a difficult matchup because on record, you look like you're fighting a guy that's lost a few, but really you're not. So it's like, yeah. it's such a crazy thing. So, I mean, this is why this tournament's come around at the perfect age and the perfect timing for me. And taking guys out like, like I did in my last fight is what I plan to do all the way through the season. Well, and, and you nailed it on your three losses. I mean, two of them were split decisions. I think uh, one was a unanimous decision. You're fighting the UFC against Mike Wilkinson. But it, it, you talk about, you know, it is a difference of opinion. One guy thinks you won the fight. The other two think the other guy won. So it's, it's uh, you know, subjective. Does that inspire you to, to finish opponents more, Say just to go out there and say, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to let the judges have an opinion on this. I'm going to settle this. Does that Do losses like that inspire you to, to – I mean, everybody's trying to finish, certainly, but does it does it give you a little more juice to try to finish a fight because you've had decisions work against you? Well, I was sat watching the fights on a screen just before I fought Shaman, and there was two terrible decisions again. Chris Wade absolutely never won that fight. Anyone that's watched it knows that he didn't win, and they give it him unanimous. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't let this happen again. Not at this stage. I'm too old. <laughs> It's happened to me too many times and I knew that I had to put my, my, my foot on the pedal and that's exactly why I, that was another reason why I did it. You're too old. You're only 31, man. <laughs> You're only 31. You're still a, a very young man. We're seeing fighters fighting into their late 30s, some even into their 40s. Are you a guy that's put a marker on your career and saying, I don't want to fight past this age. I only want to, you know, I only want to fight until I'm 35 or 38 or anything like that? No, the, uh, uh, the reason I said that was because when it happened the first time, I was 20. Second time, 23, 4. It, like, it takes you three years to bounce back from a bad split decision. Honestly, it does. Pat Healy, everyone just wrote me off. And again, it was a difference of opinion. So I know how long them losses take to come back from. Um, and that's the reason I said I'm too old to start again. That would have been like, Let's say I would have got a, a win in my second fight at PFL. That wouldn't have been enough to go through. Then I would have had to wait till next season. 
And it just shows how much one loss can really, really mess you up in this sport. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. That's a great point. We're speaking with Brendan Lochnane, who's going to be in action in Atlantic City June 10th, taking on Tyler Diamond, a guy that, you know, hardcore MMA fans will know him from his time, uh, his brief moment with the, with the UFC there on, on their on their reality show. But it, in terms of what he brings to the cage, when you watch him, first of all, are you a guy that will watch tape on your opponents or do you let your trainers do that and they come up with a game plan for you? The shaman, I didn't really watch too much, um, but then I ended up watching a little bit in the hotel just because we were so bored for 17 days. Um, sat there prior to the fight, but I usually watch a little bit, just enough to know. But what the beauty of this one is, I actually watched every single person fight six weeks ago. So I know exactly how everyone fights. I know how big they are. I've seen them. I've stood next to them. Um, so Tyler... Um, I've seen him a lot in the hotel and exactly and exactly how he fights he's not going to be able to change his uh, the, the style of fighting that he's got in the last six weeks Tyler also took a lot of damage in his fight his last fight and takes a long time to recover from and with me getting in and out quite fast I mean it's stacked against him in this fight I believe yeah, I mean, he got the decision, the unanimous decision, but he did go all three rounds, obviously, took some damage, as you said. Uh, when when you look at him, is, is, is there an area of his game that you look at and say, well, I can't allow him to do that, whether it's press you up against the cage, whether it's getting you into a grappling match or a striking match? Where do you think he's got his strength is where you say, okay, I can't allow him to do that. If I do, we're fighting his fight. I think it's great that. All these, all these American guys and these other guys in this show um, just think that wrestling Brendan Lockney is going to be really easy because I invite every single one of them to try and do it. They think once I get hold of him, though, it's going to be okay because I'll throw it out there that my wrestling's actually better than my striking. So people have just not got to see it yet. People haven't crossed the line to grab hold of me to wrestle me yet. So I hope I get to show you a bit more wrestling in this fight and show you how good my defense actually is. Hey, as far and you brought up Dominic Cruz and your relationship with him. How much are you a guy that asks a lot of questions in terms of you know picking their brain and talking about what they do in this situation and how would you you know even watching tape? Does he help you watch tape on opponents? I mean, what how far does that go with with you two? Um, Dominic's done my corner a good few times. Um, he's traveled with me quite a lot. I've lived with him for over eight years, back and forward. So we've got a really tight relationship. Me and him watch Tyler. Uh, maybe two weeks ago, made a strategic game plan together and we brought in the correct people to help me with that. They've been coming in the gym, like, for example, today, I had uh, the number one guy in the, in the country for wrestling. Um, I can't remember what weight he won. He just won the Nationals. Um, so, you know, with Tyler being a heavy, dominant wrestler, I mean, you can't really get much better than that. So, And obviously, Dominic watches over and gives his thoughts and helps me out. So, We've really planned for this guy. We really, really, really have planned for this guy. And I brought in the correct sparring, the correct wrestling. So I've ticked all the boxes. Well, in in having a mind like Dominic's, I mean, I listened to him on the broadcast. I've had the chance to interview him a number of times. I think he's the best color analyst in the business. And hearing that guy break down a fight and talking about what somebody's doing and, and what they should be doing versus what they're not doing and how the other guy is responding to it. I mean, he, he's got a really high fight IQ. I would imagine that's just... That's got to be huge for you to tap into uh, each and every day you're around him. So that that's got to be huge. Before we let you go, Brendan, uh, how do you see this fight ending? I mean, uh, I don't really like to give predictions in case they don't come true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
So I just, I'll just, you know, I'll leave this in the hands of God. This one, I've trained my ass off again. I literally could not give one ounce more sweat or one ounce more energy to this fight camp. I've given everything I physically got. And if Tyler manages to beat me in this fight, I will shake his hand and say, you're the better man because I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brendan, it's, it's, uh, it was great to watch you in that first fight. Can't wait to see this one again. It's coming up June 10th uh, from the uh, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The PFL continues with Brendan Lognane going up against Tyler Diamond. Can't wait to see it. Brendan, an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Thanks so much for taking the time. I wish you nothing but the best in this fight and hope we get a chance to talk again down the road. That's great. Thank you so much.